Hello folks, hey going? Welcome to another episode of Scatterbrained. My name's Adam Jacobs. And I have this opportunity to speak to you about all sorts of things that has come into my head. I've been using this opportunity quite a bit lately to explore, try and prepare myself for conversations that I will inevitably having with my lovely little daughter who I love. Oh my gosh, I can't even put it into words and I try, it just makes me, I get tears, I get tears in my eyes, tears, just thinking about it, how beautiful she is, how much I love her. Aoife Daisy Jacobs, I'm going to go home tonight and I'm going to hold her in my arms and I'm going to go, oh, you're so cute, you're so gorgeous, I love you so much, and say all the right things. But one day, she's going to turn around and she's going to say some things to me and they're going to be hardcore questions. Hardcore questions! Like, why is there God? Or how important is notions of belief in the continuation of the species? It'll be things like, Dad, how do I avoid uh, the warranty... Uh, how do I get my toaster fixed when it's out of warranty for free by the manufacturer? All these core questions such, such as these are. And I will have to step forward and make astute and powerful, compelling responses that force her to accept a whole new reality, potentially. I mean, who knows? She's in the formative stages, as they say, and so am I. But I have this, the richness, the wealth of wisdom and experience to share with her. And when she does come to me and she says, Dad, Dad, how do I value add with my redundancy? Mm Hmm. And that is a really good question because all of us are, to a certain extent, at the whim, involved in, preoccupied with, to a certain extent, as I said, with redundancy. There has to be redundancy within the machine, the mechanism of what we are as individual entities operating within a system. Within that system, there is redundancy. There is always redundancy. And it's one of those strange consequences of creativity, of of production, of the process of manifestation, is that there should be a quantifiable amount of pointlessness. And I guess what I'm talking about, really, is the creative mindset and how to make it work for you without the characteristics of it causing you considerable frustration. And why wouldn't it cause you frustration when, at the end of the process, you look at the product, the thing that you have created, whatever it might be, the actual tangible, usable dimension of your efforts, and you weigh that relative to all the waste that occurred in the process of achieving that outcome, and you think to yourself, was it worth it? Well, you only need to ask an iceberg 
hey mate, uh, why can't we see just a bit more of you? Why is there so much of it under the water, mate? And the iceberg will go, well, that's because of physics and the laws of nature. And we are no different. We are at the whim. We are under the influence of the laws of nature. We could look at our own planet and we could say, well, we are, we are manifesting this thing called life on this planet, which how much of that is there in the universe? So how much of this thing called life is there in the universe? Understanding, of course, that science in the Earth sense identifies life as being any organism that has the ability to reproduce. That's my ability. That's what I understand it to be. Anyway, there are... You've got to speak to Lamarck and Darwin if you want to know more about it. Especially Lamarck. He'll say some things to you. He'll go, yeah, you know what? Your personality, your traits, your characteristics, they can be learned by your parents and then passed on to you. It's like, oh, I don't know about that, Lamarck. He has since been proven correct. At the time, he was in direct competition with Darwin, and Darwin said, mate, it's all about evolution and survival of the fittest. It's all about the attrition rate, mate. And Lamarck said, and then everyone else said, yeah, Darwin, you're right. And then Lamarck was like, ah, damn it. I was wrong. But as it's since been proven, he's not altogether wrong. There was a bacteria, wasn't there? I think there was a bacteria they found that could learn certain survival techniques because that's what bacteria do. They respond to their to, to the stress of the environment. That's the only reason why they survive, as far as I understand it. And once they've learnt that adaption, once they've adopted that adaption, they can actually pass that characteristic onto their offspring as they begin to propagate, or whatever it is the bacteria do. So Lamarck, not altogether wrong. It's not just a process of attrition. Thank you very much. It's not about the sparrow with the strongest beak, or the bee with the biggest wing, or whatever it is that Darwin was on about. Okay. Thank you very much. So, my point is this, that there is always redundancy and you should learn to accept it in the execution or pursuit of any worthwhile goal. That list is long. How can you tell me if my, my pursuit is worthwhile? And then we can have a talk about yours. It's all relative, isn't it? Of course it is. So, with anything that you hope to achieve, goal that you wish to accomplish, there will always be a certain amount of things that you do that get you with the scratching of the head. And you'll be going, why am I doing, why do I have to do this? I want that thing over there. Why do I have to do all this stuff over here? Doesn't make any sense. Well... And you could use stand-up comedy as an example. You can, and I'll be saying all this to my little baby girl, Aoife. I'll be saying, Aoife, listen in. Pay close attention. You will be doing stuff in the pursuit of the life you want for yourself. That doesn't make any sense. 
doesn't appear to be achieving anything. Hmm. Comedy is the same thing. People start comedy and they think, I'll write some jokes and get on stage and oh, I'll be funny. And then, then they probably go along when they're first thinking about doing comedy and they watch a lot of comedians, a lot of amateur comedians, and some of them aren't really very funny. And some of them are, are funny. And then you think, what are they doing? Why is this guy, because this guy gets up every week and he does the same unfunny stuff. Every, what's he, what's he, it all seems very pointless. Why? Well, that pointlessness in the world of stand-up comedy is called stage time. And you can't, I would suggest, fairly consistently, you can't progress in stand-up comedy if you don't get the hours up on the stage. You have to have the stage time. Something about being on the stage gets you to a certain point in your ability to understand what it is you're supposed to be on stage. Then this is where we start talking about persona and all the rest of it. I'm not going to talk about that. It's all very meta. My point is this, that sometimes you can see people and you see yourself even involved in things that don't appear to make any sense relative to the bigger picture thing you want to achieve. And I suppose love, relationships, is like that too. You know? Like, why give somebody a hug? What is that about? What, is, what does hug appear to achieve? Hug is not a statement of any particular uh, merit in its own right. It doesn't solve any problem it doesn't answer any question but for humans it's really really important that we have some way beyond the handshake and the backslap to be able to say to connect often it's a spontaneous thing that's associated with the reinforcement of certain whatevers but it's part of a bigger picture of intent that ultimately leads to you to have a sense of connection to a community of sorts whereby you can then go and think to yourself, I will survive. I have others around me. I've felt their presence. And that makes me feel confident that I will survive. And if you really want to know the answer to the question, why is there so much redundancy as I make my way through life? Why is there so much, so many apparent distractions? The answer is this. Because you are constantly shoring up the foundations of your own survival. Sure, the bit at the top of the iceberg is the bit that you see, but there's a lot that has to go under, on underneath in order for that bit to be seen. And a lot of that unseen stuff is only ever related to the bigger picture ambition in the most tenuous ways. And it's okay. It still needs to be there. You take away a chunk of that ice, then the top bit 
becomes just that little bit more, little bit less visible. And you take away another apparent redundant chunk, chunk of ice, and then the top bit becomes a little more less invisible, or whatever I'm supposed to say it. Until eventually, it's just a, it's just an ice cube with a with a thin veneer of crystals poking ever so delicately through the surface of of the persistence that we call life and that is not the type of thing type of uh, description you want to be making about your own personality is it you want to be standing with some confidence head and shoulders above the surface of the mundane every day of course you bloody do so accept the redundancy Accept that sometimes you're going to be bored. Accept that sometimes you're going to be procrastinating, fiddling around on the edges with some sort of scribble or doodle on your pad because that's all part of the getting to the point. That's all part of getting to the point, which I suppose this whole podcast, this episode, has more or less been a perfect example of. A whole lot of what, what have yous and what notting culminating in the me making a point I can't wait to have that conversation with my lovely little daughter Eva Daisy Jacobs it's been my privilege to try it out on you if you think there's a different way I could put it to her please don't be afraid to contact me and let me know I'm Adam Jacobs Comedian, you can find me on the Facebook. Bye.